listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. It's not my fault that this is a not safe for work review. I mean, I could lamely go effing every time I say one of the words in this title, but you know, one of us, we're marked as an adult website. We, we do adult reviews. I can say the title of this movie is stay out of the fucking attic, which is actually, I mean, you can throw in an asterisk or a dollar sign or something if you want to substitute, if you're writing it down, but that's the title of the movie, this new shutter horror film that dropped that I would think by the nature of the trailer and the nature of what it's actually about and the nature of the title, that this is going to be a goofy over the top, like maybe even splat stick type horror film, right? Is that not what you take away from those three things? But that is not what stay out of the fucking attic is at all. Joining me to talk about this little movie is Luane. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. How's it going? Trevor was going to be here too, but unfortunately he had to back out for some family stuff. I'm very sad. I know he wanted to talk about this. Oh, well. Anyway, yeah. stay out of the fucking attic. <laughs> what is this movie about? Well, it's directed by uh, Jaron Lauder, written by Jason Scott Goldberg. And it stars Ryan Francis as Albert. And he is the head of this moving company. And he's got two employees who work for him, an African-American chick named Imani and a Latino guy named Carlos. And they've been assigned to, you know, do what they do. They've gone, driven up to an old Victorian looking mansion and are like, this is the place? Like, yeah. They get in there and the suspiciously, automatically, you're, oh, that guy's a Nazi because he's really old and has a really thick German accent and is creepy guy. is like, look, you guys need to move everything out of here by the morning and I'll pay you just a ridiculous amount of money on top of what you were going to get paid anyway to do it. And they're like, well... Well, shit, I guess that's what's going to happen. He's like, everything's cool. I'll be, you know, in one of the other rooms. Just, he actually didn't say anything. There's a point like one of the movers is looking at a door with a lock on it. He's like, oh, that's a weird lock. He's, yes, it's a rare old lock. And so just, you don't need to worry about what's in there. He never says stay out of the fucking attic. No one says stay out of the fucking attic. Anyway, the long and the short of it is, because there's not like a huge amount of plot here. First, we discover that said... Albert, the guy who's like, seems like the super nice guy, but one of the Latino guys brand new, the African-American chick has been working with him for a long time. She's really supportive of him, even after it comes out, because the Latino guy sees a tattoo on his arm of SS and is like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, look, I was in prison. I made a lot of mistakes. I was into white supremacy or the brotherhood, I guess is what it's called. Yes, yeah, the um, Aryan brotherhood. It's the white right. gang in, the, in prison. And he's like, I deeply regret it. And I'm really 
trying to make up for it. And, you know, his new employee, Carlos, is a little like, what the fuck, dude? But Imani's like, don't trust me. I fucking vouch for this guy. He, He is what he says he is. He is he is cool now. So with that set up, you're even more certain that the German guy <laughs> owning the house is, in fact, a Nazi. And <gasps> guess what? Yeah, as bit by bit, they start uncovering things that make it clear this guy's a Nazi and then start making a plan. We got to get out of this house. By that point, it's too late. And it's old Nazi guy versus young movers. And what will happen? Well, nothing really that satisfying, sadly. I, I will. I'll stand up for the reveal a tiny bit in that... Um... As presented, he is not old enough to be a Nazi. Mm-hmm. So at first he appears to merely be like an enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. And then and then a, a slight wrinkle does unfold. Yeah, well, um, I'm like, you're still a Nazi even if you're like but like believe in Nazi stuff and like World Nazis War II era Nazi. He's he's Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, but he is you know, he's also someone who appears to be in some age makeup. Yeah, and, and I was surprised they didn't do a previously in this guy's life sequence, or maybe that was cut because yeah, he's not as old as he looks. Well, I th- I think what's happened. What what I, I this is this is my speculation, but I think there's probably a version of this movie where he was de-aged in the process. Yeah, like when that, uh, I when could... that big third act happens, he comes out and he's strapping and revitalized. That's a a nitpick I have with this film that I know doesn't bother a lot of people, but slowly more and more has been growing on me. And I know it's omnipresent in Nazi genre stuff, but there's this insinuation that the Nazis were actually onto something. (laughs) And I kind of hate that. Like, oh, well, yeah, it was really evil science, but... Man, but look, look what they were able to I don't know, do bro. from you all gotta, this magic science. You gotta I'm hear like, 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 have you ever? You gotta draw the get your red yarn. No, and go from no, I do not. Paperclip to MK Ultra to now the frogs are gay. <laughs> what? Have you? I didn't have know you, about the gay frogs. Oh, well, you haven't been I listening sh- to the right crazy people then. I should have known that frog was always singing Broadway show tunes every time he came out and started dancing. Yep, should have well, known. That was one of the other things too that. It's completely unrelated, but I was having a hard time with the the lead, uh, Albert, the guy who runs the company, looks like a Jonas brother. Like mm-hmm. one of them, you know, like not one of the famous ones, like there's another one. And it was the one who was too old to make the cut. Right. When they actually was, formed the band, but just barely. Yeah. <laughs> it, so it was it was weird because it's all I kept thinking. And I'm like, mm, no, this doesn't. I get you're trying to play against type. And then I'm like, well, it's not really even a Jonas, but it just, I don't know. You know who that actor, Ryan Francis, initially, probably his biggest, most successful film he was in. He played young Robin Williams in Hook. Oh, like oh. 30 years yeah, ago. Young, young Peter Pan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because then like, so they have, the, he has to appear meek and mild at the beginning. And then they reveal that he's a, you know, he was a Nazi in prison, right? Yeah. So they, he can't be too intimidating, like. I mean, not to not to plug something we're not reviewing, but I just watched Banshee, yeah, the series, yeah. That has sure. a scary Nazi in it. Yeah, that has a guy like, oh, you're. I would not want that guy to be prejudiced against me. He appears to be a handful. You know? <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> and 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 this gentleman is just like, oh, I don't know if he can even move my stuff. You know. Right. Well, I mean, he's a big guy, no question. Yeah. Like he's a guy that Nazi or no, I wouldn't want him pissed at me. You know, he, he's an intimidating looking guy, but his personality is very like best boss ever. Right. 
you're like, oh man, this boss gets it. He's listening to his employees. He's really kind right. to everybody. Because you know, he's been guy. there, you know, and all that. He's got a lot to make up for. I mean, I bought that aspect of it because that's the only interesting aspect of this entire film. It's the only thing that surprised me that I was like, okay, I admit I didn't see the scene coming and they handled it interestingly. I like that. It's like, oh, well, this is cool. And then as it goes along, you realize that's just a setup for him to have a, something more there when he has to, you know, one mono e mono versus the evil Nazi. So you're like, Oh, is he going to turn? Is he going to go back to his Nazi ways? Well, they or? set that up. But the problem is there's never any real, like you never, I at no point was like, okay, I put it 70, 30 that he gives in and helps him. You know, right. you know like he's right. not, you never really think he's going to sell his buddies out and, and weirdly, this, this is the type of film you expect is going to be a lot gorier than it is. There's a lot of setup to a gore scene and then no payoff whatsoever. There's a lot of that. And there's like, you know, like in the aforementioned titular attic, there's a a, a, a girl there who's got her twin sister sewed to her back and it looks terrible. Oh, my God, it looks awful. And her whole character, she might as well not even be there. She's not wildly relevant to the story other than a minor plot device that technically doesn't even really need to be there. There's like other monsters as well, but we don't really know really what their deal. Presumably they're medical experiments of some sort uh, that the doctor has trained into pets. They're not very interesting or interesting looking I don't know, man. I just, there's so much wasted potential here in what could have been a campy good time. Yeah, but I, And it's not like it takes itself too seriously. It's like they just don't know how to make it fun. I worry that I'm becoming like a bitter critic because like I was like, oh, it's a typical creeper thing. It looks like the thing that's always in the, it's always in the vent shafts, you know? Right, right. And, and I guess to some extent it was. So yeah, and, I would have preferred a xenomorph. There's decent, like, I see why they find the girl and she's not healthy because it's a good reason for these three otherwise hale and healthy people not to just go, okay, well, we quit. <laughs> here's the business, here's the competition's business card. <laughs> you know, you, you, you do you. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's so funny, even down to the fact that this has stingers insinuating like, ah, oh, and the fight goes on. This film really thinks more of itself than it has <laughs> any right to. Well, it, it feels like the independent bottle film that's totally going to get a sequel that, that, that would actually enable it to do the stuff the director wants to do in the movie. Like, as a, as a screenwriter, I can see why... And, and an occasional filmmaker, I can see why the idea of this works in, in, in theory, because it's, it's a bottle movie with like six people, right? Mm -hmm. And then some arms and some other weird shit. <laughs> so, I mean, you can see why it would be like, I could do this movie like on a couple of weekends with some people and get it done. And if we have this really tense thing, maybe this will be a really popular movie and then they'll let me do the rest of it. I've seen that with other stuff. It's not going to happen with this one. This needed like another pass or two in the script, even before they got to the other stuff, they need to there's iron some stuff out. Yeah. There's an attempt to give some more depth to this. Like I said, there's a thing where Carlos is reveals that he used to be a heroin addict. So that comes to absolutely nothing. We, we never know a damn thing about Imani that, that that's pointless. And when you're in this house, that's this huge, creepy Victorian house. So 
no secret passages, no like stuff like that. I mean, come on, what do you do? You got this great house. There's almost no reason for it to be this great house. I, I, I'm kind of like, oh, we got a great location. I'm like, well, and they, they, I got they, it. I figured out what it was. Somebody's grandma died and they had all the shit in the house and they needed it moved. And they're like, here's how we'll do that. We'll make it <laughs> part of the movie the and we can write it off. We'll use her, her books. We'll use her furniture. We'll use her crawl space guy. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Your grandma's got some weird books, man. Somebody's grandma does out there. Uh, I used to do. I used to work for a mover. I was always scared this day would happen and it never did. And one of those few incident incidences in my life where I'm like, always used to think, man, it'd be cool to be one of the like good guys in a horror movie that makes it through and defeats evil. I know I'm the guy who feels that way. I'm glad this wouldn't be the scenario I would find myself in. Cause I'd be like, ugh, gross. <laughs> well, we should go to final thoughts, but I want to uh, say something I read in another review about this that summed it up as if Lucio Fulci's House by the Cemetery were remade with heavy influence from the Saw films, but it was terrible. <laughs> that was from Movie Web. I thought that's kind of that's kind of dead on. But we'll go to final thoughts, Luane. Dude, I wanted to like this. There are so many times I kept like, okay, come on, you're about to. Okay, never mind. Like it's not it's not dumb enough or silly enough to to live up the title, mm. and despite having Nazis and experiments and everything, it's not gory enough to do the Nazi genre thing. And it, it just feels like it, it's half baked. Like it was yeah. like, it really was like, Oh shit, I can get this house before they clear everything out. Let's that script you got. Let's try and figure out a way to make that work. I don't know how this movie was actually made, but that's kind of what it felt like. And I totally get that. Like, in that same position, I'd totally be like, I can try and make a movie out of this. But you you kind of get, this is what you get when you do that sometimes. Sometimes it's great, and sometimes it's this. Um, so, as much as I wanted to like it throughout, I kept trying to give it chances. It's not going to get there. It's, it's two out of five gigantic Nazi tattoos. <laughs> Matt? Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying not to be a hater in my old age, but, um, so like, it's a flawed movie, you know, it is, um, I think they did quite a bit with what they were working with. Uh, but the, you know, it's one of those things where there's some, there's some serious, why don't they just leave here? There's some, some magic, uh. Uh, don't their phones not work because he takes them away or something? Like, puts them in a boss box? I, I don't remember. I thought they said that, oh, well, there's really bad... These walls, oh, it's they made it, them it's with, It's because like, it's an old house. And the, yeah, the, and they're the like, the oh, yeah, you can't get a signal. The implication is that the old man has insulated the house. But, like, there's a lot of little write-outs and carve-outs like that. And then, like, it's just... um. There, there's There's probably... Like, um, the part where the guy gets locked in the bathroom and it's like a saw style trap. Yeah. Like, and the, um, there's like a pretty disturbing surgical scene. So there's like some practical gore in here. That's not too bad. Um, like you said, the, the Siamese twin thing did not work very good. You saw what they were yeah. going for, but if, if they like, 
they had her covered up at first and then it kind of worked but as the movie progresses you see more of it and you see it in broad daylight and i'm i'm kind of like it's one of those situations where like i want these people to keep making movies so i don't want to like make fun of them mm-hmm. but like you need to know what you're getting into when you watch this one. Like, like it's not, and it's not the tone suggested by the title. I was with you. I was kind of expecting to see the, you know, like, like some slide whistle type, you know, clowns from outer space type stuff because of the bombastic title. And they were really going for like a pretty downbeat body horror in a couple spots. And the, the, I mean, obviously the, the, the writ large, the imagery of the third Reich is not for everyone. No. Um, even when as a villain you know and it's kind of like surprise nazi <laughs> so i'm um i'm gonna give it two and a half out of five ways of making you talk <laughs> yeah this is just i mean and it's not even hateful it was just whatever i mean it's it it's a misguided script from the get-go that was, as as Luane said, it's just nowhere near done. It needed several more passes. It needed a lot more development. It's the beginning of a good idea, but it felt like they just ran out of time and just went with what they had. Well, there's, um, there's a the, second, he, when, when they all started fighting, I thought, mm-hmm. well, well, maybe the guy's going to turn out to be a hypocrite and he's going he's gonna to defect on his buddies. Right. But they 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 nip it in the bud so quick that it adds functionally no tension. I, I mean, even the scenes you were saying they're like a little bit of gore. They're not really that gory. They're like if you're gonna do something like this, it's kind of like you go you want to go a little grand guignol at least. You know, I was thinking, well, maybe the third act is gonna just be like showers of blood, and that'll be like ah laughing audience payoff stuff. And no. That's not really here either. I mean, I can't think of a single reason to watch this instead of a. God, what was the other the World War Two Nazi monsters one that came out a few years ago? Oh, it was like, um, oh, Overlord. Yeah. yeah, see Overlord for God's sakes. If you're looking for like Nazis making evil monstrous experiments, that's that's your movie. I can't think of a single reason you would watch this instead of, and you certainly wouldn't want to watch it right after because you'd be like, wow, that's a letdown by comparison. Yeah, stay out of the fucking attic. You should just stay out of the way of this fucking movie. Uh, I'm gonna give it uh, for like I said for for what. Three lead actors who I genu- generally liked. I thought all three of them were giving it their best here. I, I thought they were relatively strong. Although, like I said, I don't think they got what movie they were in either. They're kind of serial comic performances. But uh, I'm going to give this three out of ten ironically named moving companies. Did you see what the moving company was called? Yeah, second chance moving company. I was like, oh, rolls eyes and groans. Like, okay. Okay, movie, we get it. You have a second chance now to look for something else on Shudder that's better to watch. 